city of 100 hellos, Brooks, Alberta, Canada. This is the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kassim. Hi, I'm Barry Morishita, Mayor of the City of Brooks. We need your help. COVID-19 has hit us hard. We need to take a stand to fight this virus together and keep everyone safe. We ask you to take the advice of experts. Wash your hands. Keep your distance. Wear a mask and follow all the rules. Stay home if you can. We all look forward to returning to some normalcy. The sooner the better. Let's get through this together and do the right thing. Welcome to Global Village Podcast. I'm Ahmed Kassim and today we are very honored to have uh, Ahmed uh, Badawi from uh, Brooks uh, Greenbrook Pharmacy. And welcome, Sayyid Ahmed, uh, to the program. Thank you, Ahmed. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Uh, congratulations for uh, the Global Village Podcast. Uh, it's actually a good um, good thing for our community to communicate more, especially during this pandemic uh, situation that we are facing right now. Thank you very much, Ahmed. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, sure. So uh, my name is Ahmed uh, uh, Badawi. I am from originally from Egypt, and um, um, I'm a pharmacist. Um, my wife also is a pharmacist. I'm a father of four kids. Uh, youngest one is like in grade five and boy in grade seven and also one in grade 11 and my daughter is in uh, studying midwifery so like hopefully be a midwife in within like three years uh, and I am um, I opened my business here and I came to Canada like 2012 April 2012 uh, as a skilled worker uh, and I opened like first business for me in Dutchess here in Dutchess, Alberta. Um, like between 2012, 2015, I did some uh, like um, exam just to get accredited my my um, my university degree. And um, I got my license 2015 and I started my business here in, uh, in Dutchess in 2017. And it was very successful. It is very successful business. Uh, so the reason like why I started in Dutchess or why I started in uh, why I, I choose like uh, Brooks to have a business I found like like sometimes rural area has like big like good opportunities to like newcomers to start their business uh, less expense like um, nice people also greeting us here very well um, treating us very well so I found it's a good business for me and starting uh, in, in Dutchess um yeah that's it okay no thanks uh thanks well said uh uh brother and ahmed what is an interesting thing about egypt that you would like to share with our audience yeah actually like like egypt like has like lots of like interesting things yeah. like we can talk like we can spend like hours talking about that, but I found like the most important thing for, from my opinion, like yeah. from my point of view mm-hmm. is like, is the uh, Egyptian people themselves, Egyptians. So like Egyptians are like, they love all people. Okay. They like welcoming everyone. So if you have a chance to go Egypt at any times, you will find all people welcoming you like as if like you are Egyptian, as if you know you from long time. So this is a, this is the most important thing. Like you, I, I I just want to let you know about that. 
So in terms of a uh, geography, uh, Egypt, uh, those people who are not familiar with uh, where Egypt is, uh, can you just talk about bit about the geography as well as the, um, the culture sure. in Egypt? Yeah, so Egypt like located in the northeast corner of of Africa, and uh, actually, it's um, Egypt is home to one of the world's earliest uh, and greatest civilization. Uh, like um, was unified like kingdom first serving around three uh, more than three thousand like uh, years BC, mm-hmm. uh, with a population like estimated at more than like ninety nine million right now, or maybe more than that. Yeah. And uh, it's a most uh, like um, considered like as the biggest uh, Arab country regarding like population, and um, uh, like lots of like um, different culture inside uh, Egypt because we have like different like regions. So you can find uh, uh, on the north Egypt like the, the Mediterranean Sea. So you will find different culture from north to the south. And also, you can find uh, um, different habits from people, like, like, kind of like um, you can say, um, uh, like it's, it's one one like one nations, but with different like uh, uh, ethnic groups sometimes. And we are all like living together, like um, in um, in Egypt, like as as a one nation. Wow. So is the is Arabic the common language in Egypt or is there any other language other than Arabic in, in Egypt? Yeah, actually like 99% of like Egyptians are speaking Arabic or 99.5 maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have like some like um, you can say uh, some tribes yeah. um, like um, in, in southern Egypt, they are speaking their own language. But they know also most of them to speak Arabic because they study in school in Arabic language. But they they are keeping their language and they are keeping their culture also. And uh, and also we have uh, some other tribes in like uh, in the desert, the western desert in Egypt. They have their own language, and their language actually it's close to like Amazigh language, which is in common in the western um, Africa and the northwestern Africa in Morocco and uh, Nigeria. Yeah, ah. so, but the Arabic is the main language for sure. Okay, so if someone uh, like to go to Egypt, uh, what would they see in Egypt in terms of tourism? Oh, that's a good question, yeah. So, so you know, like Egyptian civilizations, like um, ancient Egyptian, they have like very, very big, like... Um, um, what's called civilizations, yeah. and uh, and uh, during the, um, you know, we, we can like classify this, uh, classified it like um, geographical better. So, southern Egypt, you will find like temples and uh, museums uh, about pharaohs, about um, like uh, 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 ancient Egyptians at that time, yeah. And east of Egypt, like um, like the Red Sea, you can find there. Um, it's a very good opportunity for everyone to go there and enjoy enjoy the winter uh, time because the winter time there temperatures it's uh, it's like 25, 22, like that. Oh, it's it's a nice nice weather. 
and they have like very good resorts uh, there on the Red Sea. So it's amazing place. Like, and it's if you try to go there, it's like almost like fully booked from like most of your European countries go there during the winter. Yeah. During the summer, it's nice, but it's a little bit hot, so it's not like a good time to visit this area. And if you go to Cairo, you will find like uh, also uh, the modern life, and um, you can find also lots of museums. Um, you will find like uh, Cairo towers, lots of like like fine things that you can spend like nice time there. You go north to the Mediterranean Sea area. And you'll find lots of resorts there on the Mediterranean Sea, and it's nice to visit it, uh, during the, um, uh, the summertime, as the temperature is not that hot at that time. Yeah. And also, if you love the desert and would like to do, to do like, um, uh, uh, what's called like, uh, to to do like, uh, what's called in, uh, in uh, remember okay so when you like to go to the desert and enjoy the um, sand and you do sand sand skiing or uh it's it's very nice to do that there and doing camping stuff there and sometimes also uh in some um, seasons like hunting yeah uh yeah it's a, it's a very good very good place there's a like siwa oasis there mm -hmm. and this place it's it's really really amazing so when you, you travel there, when you travel there, you go from the north. If you go from the north, you you spend like three hours in the desert. You cannot see any life around you, and suddenly you will find this uh, oasis. So like all are green, and it has lots of like um, features. Like it has um, ancient Egyptians, like museums, ancient Egyptians uh, temples, and it has also um, uh, what's it called, like. Uh, they do uh they do use this sand for like some medical purposes like for rheumatoid uh Traditional. Pain and stuff like that yeah okay and yeah and it has also uh, what's called um uh it has also like very nice like nature so if you like enjoy nature like you will find like lakes and you will find like salt lake there it's it's very amazing Wow. It's very amazing to, to spend time there, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and in addition, I yeah. think it's it's safe. Yeah, yeah, safe for sure, yeah. Okay, well, I think uh, a lot of the audience from the local people who has never been to Egypt, but uh, most of them, they love to go to Egypt, so that's a good information for them to uh, yeah. uh, plan visiting uh, Egypt. That's what we call Omudunia. Yes, Okay. It's called the mother of nations, and like some series uh, like uh, are speaking about uh, the um, like the, um, the first human was started, uh, first human life was started in Egypt, and then starting immigration to everywhere in the world. There so you go. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not sure from that, but that's what, the, uh, the, what we hear. That. Yeah, yeah. That's why they call yeah. uh, Omudunia, yeah, uh, mother of nations. Yeah. Okay. Um, what can you tell us about your experience of moving to Brooks? Uh, was a um, uh, doing business coming to the area was easy in terms of uh, getting your things? I'm not talking about uh, dodges, uh that when you have the pharmacy, but 
when you were opening the firms in Brooks as well. Yeah, yeah. So when I, I opened my pharmacy in Dutchess, I decided to uh, to live in Brooks because it's a it's a little bit a little bit bigger uh, uh, city and has like all like facilities and all like services that I I hope to see in a small city. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I started the business there in 2018. I found like an opportunity in uh, Greenbrooks. There's no any service for any medical from any medical issues like like anyone want to go to the doctor or to the pharmacy you have to travel to the western side of the city or to the downtown of the city and i found like new canadian there they don't most of them like they don't drive at, at least the, at the first year because of the like issuing like uh, driving license and stuff like that and i found like the need of the people there they need surface there so uh, I, I some people also encourage me to do that and um, yeah and I studied the, the area very well and I found this location was nice so the location now is of green Rock pharmacy so and I started the, this business me and my wife she's a pharmacist also and my partner Muhammad he's working there so we decided to start in this place as a uh, making pharmacy first and after we found the pharmacy is uh, working well and the business is growing up very fast we decide also to have a clinic inside uh, the place so we rented like uh, 15,000 square feet on the back of the pharmacy and hopefully we'll start um, the clinic will start working in January 2021 wow wow congratulations uh, and definitely Thank you very much. Definitely, that will be addition to the community of Brooks, and uh, uh, we hope you uh, the very best for the business. Yeah, thank you very much, Ahmed. Thank you. Uh, how, how has the COVID-19 affected you and your business then? Yeah, you know, this uh, pandemic situation, it's affected all of us, not uh, like didn't, didn't, uh, yeah, like didn't leave anyone in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone has affected with that so it's it's a stressful like so emotionally we are working under stress because when you you see like uh, when you hear about every day we have like thousands of people get the infection so and when you are working in the first like um, first line uh, responder like when you are working like with uh, I have to see people every day you have to see patient every day you have to see people complaining from sometimes uh, like symptoms might be close to COVID symptoms or sometimes it's already COVID symptoms and sometimes yeah like uh, the COVID symptoms uh, the um, coming like it's unclear like so you know sometimes coming or respiratory symptoms come time like coughing and stuff like that and sometimes coming with uh, like abdominal symptoms like diarrhea and stuff like that so so every day we see patient has these symptoms so it's very stressful to yeah very risky you you think every day that i might catch this infection at any time but it's our like um, responsibility and it's our uh, role in the community to 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 work and to to start fighting this um, this virus so i i and my friends uh, muhammad and my wife worked like during the whole period we didn't close any day we didn't change our hours 
um, however we can kind of like modify our places to be suitable for the so for the infection just to protect ourselves and protect our customers so we added like screens we added like um, we make like a rule like for us uh, like one customer at a time so the other second customer has to wait uh, inside his car and uh, yeah so we we like we did like our rule like our regulation even sometimes before the, the government take talks this like uh, talks this step so uh, we are we are fine we didn't get we didn't catch the infection and uh, most of our customers like good uh, good services during this time and I uh, just uh, my advice to to all like people like uh, in Brooks or like to all our community in Brooks just try to to wear mask every day when you are outdoor like when you are outside and when you are indoor with any other uh, someone else like other family or other like friends so mask is very important and reusable mask you need to wash it at least every day so you have to get like some at home and every day when you use a reusable mask don't use it the same mask for the second day so because it's a possibility to to transfer the infection to yourself by when you take it by your hand and and then after that it transfer from your hand to your you're like uh, inhale it like through the respiratory or like you touch to your mouth or whatever. So it's very risky to use a reusable mask for more than one day. Also, one more important thing, like um, just to limit like um, social gathering, like and for to follow up the new regulation. And um, until we get the vaccine, we need to work all together work very hard until all people like get the vaccine or like the people who wants to take the vaccine will take it. After that, maybe the regulation of the government will be changed. So we need to protect ourselves. If you are, if you have like, if someone has a good immunity, but that, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have to follow the, the instructions or the regulation because we need to protect each other. We have some people with like very low immunity, like we have like people in high risk. So, and some like we need to protect everyone in the community. So, so yes, yeah. Go ahead. Please. So, as a leader of a uh, of the community, Ahmed, what do you think can be done in terms of education to the uh, people who are less fortunate in terms of a uh, coming maybe from a uh, tough background, uh, the importance of what you just mentioned, the mask, uh, washing your hands, uh, sanitizing uh, yeah. most of the time. Yeah. So how did that kind of message be presented to the, uh, uh, to the community in general, but specifically to the newcomers? Yeah, for the newcomers, yeah, it's a, it's a kind of like... Um, you know, Ahmad, now I, what I can see, the newcomers at the beginning of the pandemic wasn't like, um, wasn't like in, informed with all information, with all, all like, um, wasn't informed with all like regulation. But what I can see now, like people changed. Now I can see everyone is wearing the mask and everyone knows how to, how to wear it and, and how to protect himself or herself. Uh, like when, at the beginning of the pandemic, like at 
at uh, earlier this year, like January and February, we was talking about people and people like was not sometimes responding. And until they saw like lots of people got the COVID and they saw some people like passed away with that. So after that, they, they, they understood very well what's going on. And now I can see that all of them are following everything or, or every regression. And they are updated like every day. So what I can see now we are fine. Like everyone knows about that and we are following that. Just need to, again, for the whole community, for new newcomers and anyone else, we need to follow up the regulation until we get rid of this uh, vaccine, this virus, sorry. Can you just mention quickly uh, the importance of the possible vaccine that might be coming uh, sometime soon, the importance of that vaccine to the community as a pharmacist? Yeah, actually, we will, like, what I hear, like, that Canada, like, have, um, like, agreements with, like, many companies, not with only one company. Yeah. And uh, we'll start with the Pfizer uh, vaccine. Yeah. And this will be, like, in um, in this month, like, December. Yeah. yeah. And we will start with the seniors and uh, people, like, in, working in, um, in the hospitals. Yeah. So, I think, like, during this two... 2021 i think this is year we should call it like vaccination year because we will have like a different kind of vaccine for most of the population during the whole year and what i expect like i expect that we might we might be able to vaccinate like like 35% to 50% of the population up to uh 2000 like 2022 like during uh, 2021, like what this is what my expectation, but I, I am not sure what will happen. Like what I can see, like most people are waiting for the vaccine and they are so excited to get it just to turn back to the normal life, turn back to the normal, like if, if anyone want to go outside the country, a country or to go travel everywhere, uh, overseas need to get this vaccine that my, myself, like, uh, I think it will make the life easier. It will return life as it was before. So we get like more freedom. We can do social um, gathering again. We can do uh, like uh, everything. Like uh, school can return back to the normal, like um, uh, sports, uh, malls and everything. So I I encourage everyone to think about taking or getting this vaccine, and um, for sure, like Canada will approve uh, this vaccine when they are sure they, it's safe and it's effective for everyone. Yeah, no, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Ahmed, uh, for that information, and hopefully that uh, uh, we have to be uh, hopeful that. Uh, uh, you know, good days are ahead of us, and uh, together, uh, the community, we can pull it off, and we hope that uh, uh, this pandemic will be behind us uh, very soon. Uh, we need to be uh, kind to each other and help the neighbor and help the stranger and see uh, uh, the light at the end of the uh, tunnel, and hopefully that um, uh, we should be able to collectively as a community to overcome this difficult time. 
Thank you, Ahmed, and uh, thank you for uh, Global Village uh, broadcast. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Ahmed, and we wish you a good uh, uh, your venture of the business and your addition to our community in terms of that business. And we hope others will follow you as a good example uh, to you and your wife and your partner. And we will have other uh, newcomers bring their business to Brooks and County of Newell. Until then, we hope you will join us next time. And thank you very much again. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is Ahmed Kassim, and thanks for our listeners. Thank you.
am Molly Douglas, Reeve of the County of Newell. We need your help. COVID-19 has hit us hard. We need to take a stand to fight this virus together to keep everyone safe. We ask that you take the advice of experts, wash your hands, keep your distance, wear a mask in public places, and follow all the rules. Stay home if you can. We all look forward to returning to some normalcy. Let's get through this together and do the right thing. Thank you. This has been the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kasim. For more information, go to globalvillagecenter.ca.